0: Welcome to episode 230 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here, as always. And this week we've got a special one, I
1: believe, because it's a little bit different than normal. Yes, it is, and also it's episode 230. I like when I can, I like when I can do things by fives. So, oh, every fifth episode is good to you. Well. Wow, you turned that around on me real quick. Wow. Fuck you. <laughs> For my OCD mind. Oh, yeah, definitely. I really love the evenness of this. Yep. So, there well, you
0: go. Our way to our goal of... Our original goal was to make it to 250 episodes. We're going to get there. there.
1: We're going to get there. Yeah, in just like a couple months. Definitely. And then, then we're done. We're d- oh. oh, wow. This is news to me. <laughs> we are?
0: Yeah. This wasn't it, Hatfield. that was number 250?
1: Or was that number 500? I can't remember. I don't know. All I know is you probably turn that off when we should have a talk now, because this is new to me. okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm good. But
0: the subject at hand is Adam Jode from Scattered Hamlet and Dell Diver from Grind. That's right. We thought, what the fuck is going on
1: out there? Jesus fucking Christ.
0: What's going on?
1: <laughs> the studio is being invaded. I'm telling you, by morons that uh, (laughs) lay on their goddamn horns. (laughs) But anyway, what it is, is it's the goddamn heat, okay? It's like, it's supposed to feel like 115 out there today. Yeah. That's why we're in here instead of our normal place, because we don't want to pass the fuck out. (laughs) Right. So anyway, so yeah, you never know. The heat's doing fucked up shit to everybody. That's right. But it didn't do fucked up shit. The Dale Diver Adam joke. No, it, it didn't me. I was sweating like a fucking step You were. You were. I mean, I thought, I, I thought, well, he's going to fall out. But he yeah. didn't. Yeah, I mean. He held it together.
0: <laughs> but so the idea behind the whole thing. Well, I'll get to that here in a bit. But before we do, we should tell you that we're sponsored by Farm and DEB Concerts. Farm is a dispensary located in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. At 24683 East Highway 51, they've always got great specials going on and they've got a huge selection. And one of the specials that is always going on is if you go in there and say you heard about them from us, mention our name, mention Thunder Underground, they will give you 10% off your order. They also have a doctor on site every Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. They have a doctor on site at other times. If you just follow their Facebook, you can be up to date on all that. That's Med, P-H-A-R-M. They're also on Instagram at MedFarmOK. Website's MedFarmOK.com. And the biggest thing of all is 30% of their proceeds go to help build no-kill animal shelters in this area, which is a very, as you would say, noble cause. It's huge.
1: Yeah. It's huge. Huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> big, big record. What's that from? <laughs> Mr. Uh, record Man, not We Kid Joe. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, as much as I listen to Ugly Kid Joe sporadically, I thought you'd know that. I
1: know you would. I listened that song a billion times, but I haven't listened to that song in years, probably. Has a lot of fun and hang with my (laughs) bros, make a lot of records, and can't remember the next line. It's okay. Yeah,
0: but anyway, speaking (laughs) of Ugly Kid Joe, Deb concerts has not brought them to the ideal bar, and they should. This is our shout out and saying, please bring them to the ideal ballroom, but bands that have brought to the ideal ballroom, Steelheart went well up to the ideal ballroom, but they brought in Steelheart to Safari Joes, but they brought in bands like Dokken, Tom Kiefer, Sebastian Bach, Striper, Lita Ford, Warrant, Firehouse, LA Guns, Bisto yep. Blanco, a huge long list that keeps growing and this September 13th, L.A. Guns will make their return. And this time, our friends in Grind will be opening that show. That's right. One Dell Diver right. that you'll hear just a bit will be opening up that show. Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis were on this podcast. Was that at the beginning of the show? That was back in December. And it was a great one. Yeah. So listen to that shit. Yeah, check that one out. Someone else who was on this podcast was Vivian Campbell from Fist. Fist
1: of Rage. <laughs> Fist of Rage is on that show. Jesus Christ. I just kicked Vernon out for Vivian Campbell. And I'm the one that's been drinking beer. You haven't. That's right. Holy fuck. Do you think that I just kicked the founder, Fist of Rage, out for Vivian Campbell? Do you think that the other four members of Fist of Rage would be like, Yeah, it's cool. It's Vivian Campbell. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm starting some that. shit right I'm, now. I'm going to let you dig that hole for yourself, Trent. Okay. And I'm just going to be over here as an observer. Okay. Well, backing
0: up. Vivian Campbell's actually in last in line and they will be here on October 18th
1: with Fist of Rage opening. It is actually the 19th.
0: That's right. October thank you. for 19th. Thank you for being here. And
1: I was going to be out of town. And you're not now? And now I'm not. So I will be at that show. I thought you were like going to San Antonio. Or something. Well, that fell through. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Uh and and the reasons why is fine. Right. One of those things. But now it just means I can go to this show. And I'm going to go.
0: That's a great consolation prize. That's right. Last in Line has an album out. Came out earlier this year that's fantastic. If you haven't checked that out, do so. Fist of Rage, of course, has an album out that is great. Check that out as well. And be at the Ideal Bar I'm on October 19th. Exactly. And then going into November, on November 23rd, We've got Vixen coming to the Ideal Barroom, along with the Iron Maidens, the all-female Iron Maiden tribute that will also feature Down for Five, open them up. That'll be an exceptional show. Yes, I'll definitely be yeah. at that one. Yeah, really looking forward to that right before Thanksgiving. Of course. Party out with some good time rock and roll. That's right. Yeah. Down for Five also will have new music coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. But yeah, all these concerts are brought to you by DB Concerts. Eddie Trunk will be hosting all these shows, and they'll all be at the Ideal bar. So, this past weekend, Grind had their CD release show at the Venue Shrine. That's where we recorded the interview you're going to hear just in a bit. But, we got to talk about this a little bit first.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should.
0: Yeah, so Grind... Got this CD, Leaders of the Free World, out. We've talked about it the last couple weeks because we debuted Senseless on here a couple episodes ago, and then last week we played Scattered Hamlet, tied to show. So we've got Grind, Scattered Hamlet, Stellar Ascent, Driver, and Crashing and Cranes,
1: and as we mentioned beforehand, that's as solid a bill as you could get when it, it comes to fucking rock and roll. It definitely is. All bands uh, turned in great sets, and um, I mean... What a night. Yeah. where do I start?
0: Well, I guess with crash and Cranes because yes.
1: they open the show, right? That's right. that's right.
0: So I mean we are never short of compliments when it comes to this band. This is just you know rock and roll at its fucking finest, right? Exactly. It's just the best way to describe these guys because they're not they're not heavy, but they're just good rock and roll and that's what you know we love we love that as much as we love a metal band. And these three guys are all exceptional musicians and it just makes for
1: some exceptional fucking music. Exactly. I mean, you you put riffs plus talent plus experience and you've got an amazing cocktail. You've got a rock tail. A rock tail. Okay. (laughs) That's what I'm telling you right now, Trent. Listen to me. Yeah. And we witnessed that. And we've always witnessed that every time we see crashing cranes. And, uh, I, mean, I can't say enough about, you know, they're great musicians, but also something about when these three get together, there's, there's something that, that is not able to be touched by human skin.
2: <laughs> right. That sounds a little weird.
1: But just go with me here. I get I get and what you're saying. It, it, it's it, it's, it's otherworldly. And um, <clears throat> they're a fine, fine addition to the Tulsa rock scene. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're still relatively new comparative to other
0: bands, I guess. You know, it's just a couple years now. We had them on this podcast. Was that early this year? Or late last year. I think it was earlier this year, yeah. I'm getting kind of confused. Yeah, it's a little cloud. the timelines, but yeah. but yeah, I mean that was a great episode. It was fun. So go check that one out if you haven't. It's actually will be listed under Murderous Mary, right? Because that was right before they changed Probably, it. Yes. Cause that was
1: right before they changed their name. And and we all know and love Michael Davis. He's part of the family. You know that. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, talent abound. It's just, it was a great time.
0: Yeah, of course. We also had Driver, who, as we, you know, mentioned any time we do these things and we do interviews at these shows, there's always something that you miss, and unfortunately for us, Driver was that band at this show when we were recording the, the interview with Adam and Dell.
2: But yeah, it
1: was right at that time. But yeah, I know you talked to Mike D.
0: Yeah, I talked to him for bit.
2: for
1: a bit afterwards, and about about what was going on with him. And he
0: told me that they've got two songs pretty much near completion that he would send our way. And it, you know, as soon as we get them, we'll play them. Oh, for sure. We, and I mean, we've talked about these guys a bunch of times, and they, I, you know, really believe. You know, I've always liked this band from their inception, but what they do now with Brandon, I really think, has brought this band to another level and the sound that they probably were always supposed to have. And I'm, yeah, you know, and with the, the the musicians around Brandon, those four guys are just fucking phenomenal. You know, metal musicians, so. If you've never seen Driver or checked them out, do so. Then we got to see Stellar Ascent, and this was the first time that both of us had seen them. Exactly. And they've actually got an EP out. You can check out pretty much anywhere you can find music called Terminal One, and I know they played with Head P at the Shrine back in May. Yes, and, yes, definitely. But to get to see them live, it was a treat, man. These, this is a great band, you know, just... A solid, huge, sounding rock band with vocals that are, what's the right word? Fucking soaring, majestic. <laughs> I like those words. Go with that. Yeah. I mean, what did you think?
1: I thought the uh, the female vocals were a great dynamic, and they were they were different for something that goes on around here. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, <clears throat> I I I think it was uh you have to give it up to them that, you know, they sold a ton of tickets for this show. Um, they, they were definitely, um, a hit for this bill. Yeah. And, uh, it just makes you, it makes you proud of the scene. And, um, I really enjoyed their set. it, it was good, chunky, uh, dense rock and roll. Yeah. Um, kind of a darker, moodier. Yeah. That. It would definitely, it, it definitely fits the airwaves, and um, I, I really hope to hear them on said airwaves. Yeah. Well, speaking
0: of, why don't we play them now so everybody can hear them on this? Even though these aren't the airwaves, the streaming waves, I don't it's know. It's some kind of wave. Fuck yeah. it. I, think, I definitely think <laughs> we should play them. All right. Here's Stellar Ascent with Chernobyl. Noble from Stellar Ascent you can find that on their EP which is on Spotify YouTube pretty much anywhere you can find music iTunes Google all that great stuff so look them up follow them on Facebook and check these guys out
1: yeah I mean don't bore us get to the chorus I mean they did that <laughs> I mean how can you not for you can't forget that chorus I know so I, you know that's that's a home run for sure yeah yeah Yeah, definitely.
0: Stellar Ascent. So then, followed them was the. uh, Not, I want to say the stars of the show, but the. What's the right word? The reason that. The
1: The reason this gig existed. The reason
0: that we. The reason we all came together. That's right. These other four bands came together and we all came together was because Grind was celebrating the release of their album, Leaders of the Free World. And it was an album. Yeah. 10 tracks. You've heard "Senseless" on here. You've heard "Mirrors" on here and "Bridges" on here. So you've heard three of these tracks on this podcast in the past year. And
1: there's several songs that you haven't heard, so you need to oh, get man. this out. The song, maybe, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> talk about talk about just nasty fucking. And I mean, talk about riffage and just the the intro is just like it, it, it's just goddamn near underground. I, I love that song, dude. Yeah. Man, I love the title track. Yes. It's
0: just so much like talking to CJ about Junkyard whenever we at that show. And, you know, just like how much he loved that band and how much we loved that band. Yeah. And this, you then know, you hear this song and you can kind of hear that influence in there a little bit. And I mean, this is just a fucking feel good song at its core. I yeah. Mean, I
1: mean, oh, all totally. all the stuff and, like you know, identity crisis and uh, binge and binge. But we, we've but heard that for years, and yeah. to have to have it to where I can listen to any time to have the CD. Yeah. That's so great. I love that song. Yeah. yeah. so, I mean, this just as a whole,
0: this is a great rock album, which you will hear or read more about because Jason's. By the time you hear this, maybe.
1: Oh um, yeah, I'm gonna whip up a review. Yeah, yeah gonna, you'll hear. You it, know, you'll read uh, it. Uh, 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 excuse me. Everybody read and share. So. Uh, that's
0: coming, yeah. So, and then of course their performance was
1: top notch because it's fucking grind. You know? Yeah, I mean they they you can tell they put work into this. This was a little different than any other times I've seen them. You, you could you could tell the care that they put into this. Yeah, and the important you, you the importance that it had to them. Um, it really translated. It was a very special night. Yep. Very glad that we were able to be there as well. Of course. And they
0: were followed by our friends in Scattered Hand. Oh, man. And man. per usual, you, you burn the fucking house down. Oh, oh, yeah. That's what. Fuck the Keyboard Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> and of note, we got to see Jake Thompson on stage. Haven't seen that since. I remember it's, seeing it once or twice at, at DTL.
1: I can't remember with who, but you know, to see him back up on stage was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, to see that that was great. I got a couple pictures of it, and just their whole set. I mean, their sound, Southern chunk. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just it. it it's it's comforting. It, it's like the Southern food. It's comforting. Yeah. You know, you know what you're getting. that You know that you're going to get taken care of, well taken care of. You know you're going to get the truth.
0: They're the goddamn southern
1: comfort food of metal. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're, you're going to get taken care of. I you're have a feeling get, those four guys will appreciate that. I, I hope so, because that, that's what that's what this does to you. It's just, you cannot go wrong with a scattered Hamlet. Um, they prove it time and time again. Um, and also, this ties in... But, you know, from from start to finish, the whole night, the crowd was awesome. The crowd was there. Um, I, I'm i so glad Scattered Hamlet got a great crowd in Tulsa. Uh, they should be proud. Tulsa should be proud. It, it was just – they turned in a great set, and it was a great way to close out the evening. Yeah. I mean, you know, keg stands and everything. Adam Newell just fucking – Burn that, that, that that guy pump. is a beast on the guitar. Um, he makes it look so easy. You know, I, I I I watch these I watch these guys all night. You know, I play, I do what I do. I, I've played before, and and every time, it's just like nervous energy. I feel like anything is going to just completely fuck up at any moment. <laughs> but you watch these guys, and Adam Newell is a perfect example of this. It just It's it, it's like second nature to these guys. And it's something I wish the fuck I could do. And to see that, it's just flawless. It's seamless. Um, it, it's such a joy to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Because Adam Jode and Richard Wooden both look natural. So like this yeah. is what they were born to do. Yes, know? exactly. Exactly. And Grant, you know, is a huge addition as well. And this, this band is... I don't... I said this to someone other than I don't remember who... But I just don't understand why this band isn't like at the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say that about any of these bands that night. But I mean, as much as we've seen Scattered Hamlet over the last six, seven years, mm-hmm. I mean, we're bordering on probably 20 times now. between you yeah. the times yeah. I saw him at Rocklahoma, times we've seen him in Tulsa, Downtown Oklahoma Lounge. City.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma City. Yeah, we seen him in Oklahoma City. Yeah.
0: I mean, I saw him at Rocklahoma probably eight times. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you're not on board with Scattered Hamlet, get your ass on board. Yeah, I
1: don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, do we have anything else to talk about before we jump into this thing? I, I think we just need to get into it. We we, we got Adam Joe from Scattered Hamlet. We got Dell Diver from Grind. You know, these guys are, are too outspoken, um, funny guys. They also have a lot of really cool shit to say that makes you think. Um, and our idea was just how cool would it be to get these guys together? You know, they, they like a lot of the same shit. Um, you know, just bounce shit off of each other, and we yeah. we pulled it off. And I think this is a pretty unique and pretty special moment in our history. Yeah, uh, so I'm glad to unfurl it for everybody here.
0: Well, yeah, it's funny because like, what a couple months ago we mentioned
1: it on the podcast, just kind of as absurd. yeah, like whole when when the, when the bill got announced, like whole fuck, we got to do something here. Yeah. and we got it going. We got yeah. we did it.
0: Yeah, I almost just. Just thought, you know, this is something we're saying out loud that won't happen.
1: Yeah. But
0: a few weeks ago, when we're hanging, hanging out with CJ, and he's like, you've got to make this happen. Mm-hmm.
1: And so then that's when we kind of push for it. And mm-hmm. we're like, we're, we're, we'll do it. Yeah. We we'll got to do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, <laughs> he pulled it off. It was awesome. We did it. Yeah. So
0: very happy to bring this and let's just get into it. Here's Dale Diver of Grind and Adam Joe of Scattered Hamlet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. killing it. Oh, yeah. Clutch was uh Neil Fallon was insane. I couldn't believe Dude, it. Dude
3: that bad. man uh, he is exactly what you think he would yes. be. Yeah. I, we we met, we were backstage at Rockfest and uh and and I, I we were driving around the golf court and I was like, Take us to Clutch's butt bus, I wanna talk to Neil. And like <laughs> and, and Jake and uh and Rich were like, No, we want to get beer so we drove to the they drove us to the thing and they went in to get beer from like whatever the fucking festival thing is and yeah. we sat in the thing and then, fucking Neil just comes walking past. So I was like, "Oh, this works out." So yeah. I was like, "Hey, Neil," and he's just like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like... yeah. And I was like, dude. I was like, man. I was selling merch up there when the the DC sound attack came on. I was like, everybody needs to be quiet when the DC sound attack's on. He goes, "I like your attitude." Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all right. Yeah. And it was like oh, yeah. the so way he phrased his oh, words. Right. I was like, this is why his lyrics doing? are fucking. Yeah. yeah. I, that man's oh, yeah. brain is a fucking. Yeah, yep. no, I don't think anyone knows who he's fucking talking about. Yeah, yeah it was incredible. He, he
1: might not either, but yeah. so he, it, it works still. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious.
3: And then he took this picture with us and made, like, the goofiest fucking face, like, and it was, it was <laughs> fucking hilarious, like, it was just, like, I was like, that was
0: everything I
3: could hope it would be, Yeah.
0: You know, like. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. All right, well, kick it off.
0: The idea behind this was, because both of you are extremely opinionated people. No, I'm, I'm very open-minded. Well, <laughs> we're the same way, <laughs> right. and we thought if we put the two of you together and just rattled off topics, right. we might get it. Let's burn some motherfuckers
4: down. Oh,
1: down. He, oh, oh, I guess right. oh, Let's, shit, let's right.
4: burn everybody down. Let's go <laughs> go ahead. the last time I did this. We
1: were, we were an incarnation. <laughs> they <laughs> had to
4: edit half the fucking <laughs> interview Your just, that's, that's what's gonna happen. Everybody, right everybody start,
3: They're like, "Why did you guys let Joe just fucking go off in the
4: interview?" We were not happy. Yeah, I went
3: fucking yeah. I, I, I'm not real sure what I switched to like Ted Nugent's son like, all <laughs> all like yeah it's been yeah I was like I hear myself I'm like Jesus Christ I'm like
4: my fucking dad now
0: man like,
3: anyway alright all, right, all you well, let's just
0: dive in Donald Trump
4: oh Jesus <laughs> oh wow hey grab you by the pussy <laughs> <laughs> um natural born leader like why not? I, I I never endorse or
3: any political candidate, but like whether or not you love or hate the guy, he doubles down on his thing. Like he could say the most retarded shit in the world and he'll double down on that shit. Like you yeah. got he does not backpedal, like, even if he's like a thing. So, I
4: mean, there's something to be said for that. So, but he you know. might be the original Indian, like, he invented casinos and shit. Oh, you know what I mean? But if he did, he would fucking double down and be like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, I did it. You know,
3: like when Al Gore was like, <laughs> I invented the internet or something, if somebody called him back and, well, then Al Gore backpedals, no, Trump so would be like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just be fucking, uh, yeah. You know, so it's fucking funny shit. <laughs> oh, shit, Hey, don't bother. I'm doing an interview. talk in a second. Yeah. Well. Speaking of, kind of, of, I mean,
0: kind of on the same know, lines, vocalist or any musician that gets on stage and talks politics, what is your thoughts on that shit? It depends, like, man. You know, like
3: I, I, I've talked about some interviews so, for a long time. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm real good friends, like, like with Tom Morello, Anti Flag, and they couldn't be further, like. I I'm like their weird hillbilly friend from the country or whatever but like you know but you know I was talking to uh, uh Morello about this probably like 3 4 weeks ago and uh you know he was saying like how he's buddies with Kid Rock and he was we were talking about control and feedback on guitars and he was like he's like I called Ted Nugent on the phone to ask him so imagine like Tom Morello and Ted yeah, Nugent right? can talk so that's the problem I think with politics that everybody's just talking at each other it's like wait a minute if you could take the ultra left wing guy and the ultra right wing guy and they can have a conversation, you know, about something it's like we, we can probably do that too then, you know. Yeah. So it's like whatever whatever your thing is, man, I mean you got you got the platform and people are listening, you know. If I don't want to listen, I can turn it off. That's the beautiful thing about That's it, fun. you know, if I
1: you know Henry Rollins said in an interview, he's like, I love Ted Nugent. He's a friend of mine. We we can have conversations. Yeah. He says some fucked up shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly an insane man. I mean like it's it's but. <laughs> Sometimes I'm yeah. just like, "Whoa," I'm, I, you know, but it, but he'll double down on that shit too. I'm a big yeah. fan of doubling down i crazy shit Just
1: like, stick with it Whatever You, you <laughs> wanna want hear the
3: funny story About that conversation I was like "Well, So I was like So oh, sorry, what bro. did, I what did I Ted tell me. you Tom about Controlling the feedback On the, the hollow body And he was like He told me you have to be Ted Nugent to do it oh my God. <laughs> He was like Is there a better Ted Nugent answer than that I was yeah. like So <laughs> guitar legend number two Calls guitar legend number one so, Who then returns the call back And was like You have to be me to do it Like that's <laughs> Fuck yeah and and so I he, was like It's t- the greatest conversation And why ever, he tunes right? it
4: Lightning bolts Shoot out of his ass Like right Yeah
3: I was like, that was the greatest answer ever. That like, works. I was like, that's how it works. Yeah, those are my weird. Yeah, I was just like, oh wow, okay, well, so I guess that I have no hope for that. I was like, because neither of us are Ted Nugent, so that's that. But I will, I will take him up I, he, if he wants to, Uncle Ted. If you're listening,
2: listens all the time. I'll shoot you
3: with my bow, man. You don't want to mess around. I got my target out my back fucking porch, and I can. So you believe you could outshoot? Actually- Ted with my bow, yeah, no question. Nice. Hell yeah! Wow. <laughs> I like Challenge. I'll double down on it. Double down on it. Okay. Now I will give Ted credit. The last time I heard, he does use uh, doesn't use pin sighting pins from what I believe and stuff. That's a different. I don't do that. So if he told me I had to remove
4: the pins on mine, so he, he kind would... of shoots recurve, kind of. No, he uses like open still, but he uses
3: open with sight. sight yeah. If
4: I'd use open sights and he made the rules like that, he would fuck. I I couldn't touch him. Man, I saw damn Yankees. I was fucking oh, yeah. like nineteen twenty. And, dude, he shot a fucking bow across the stage at the show. Like,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. He Oh, I remember that flaming show. Flamin' arrow. Yeah, you a, yeah. Yeah, I didn't dude, believe. I've been trying to get Grant to let me shoot an apple off his head on stage. <laughs> <laughs> <having>
1: it, <laughs> so, so, okay, then. Uh, talking about stage stuff, I'll, I'll start with you. Yeah. Best front man. Not singer, but a front man. My favorite? Well, who do you think is the best? Which is probably your favorite, too. So. Um, man... I grew
4: up in the, the, the 80s was a thing for me, but the, the frontman in the 90s, like, I liked the drug guys, like, I liked Scott Wye, and I like I like Lane Staley, okay. I liked that shit, it was dark, and it scared me, mm-hmm. and I kind of liked it, mm-hmm. but man, pound for pound, frontman,
2: good
4: Oh, you guys are going to crucify me, but John bon, bon Jovi is probably one of the greatest front men Dude, to
3: walk he, the he, earth. Bon Jovi's badass. I'm not going to give him the title ahead of mine, but he's badass. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, he
0: just... God, I love Bon Jovi. I, I do don't... It has <laughs> nothing to do with what we're Musical. talking about, but no, like you he asked he's about it. the best frontman, like yeah, that exactly. guy's like, and he's still got, it. you know, yeah, it's like he's he, John and, and,
4: fucking.
3: Yeah. Dude, I've been wanting to cover <laughs> fucking uh, <I> <laughs> the young gun seems. Okay, I'm going to go
1: off another tangent
3: here. I was at my that's high school. A,
1: th- that's a soundtrack. That's one of the best records. Ever oh yeah there's no I was we had my, was that, one Young of Guns? my high school yeah yeah, oh, yeah two
3: before that tape out, <laughs> that tape out dude. <laughs> dude we had yeah yeah that's we we're at my, my high school reunion they had like a live band you know so they yeah. contacted me and they're like hey you know we want you to get up with the live band and play we want to play like a couple of your songs and I was like yes but here's the stipulation I picked the two songs that we do from S H and I'm going to do Brian Adams Summer of '69 and I'm going to do Bon Jovi. One Dead or Alive and or the Young Guns theme. You guys select them. <laughs> if it's no to the other two, then no, you can't play my and songs. That's the thing. Is, is like,
4: it's, 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 so it's, I did Dead or Alive. Anyway. As much yeah, as you want right. to be gay, I'm like, dude, that song rocks. Yeah, like, the, everyone dude, knows that tune. Yeah, all like both that. of them.
3: I ended up doing Dead or Alive. They didn't do the Young Guns theme, but I it know it's sweet,
4: it, it's not the, the what we do, you know, and it's not it's not it doesn't run in our gamut, but it's the things that. You guys heard it too. We grew up listening to that shit. I'm like, dude, Did I'm I listened right. to New Jersey the other day. I, know. The I heard fucking bad
3: medicine. That comes was like, a yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah you're not turning <laughs> <laughs> the first three songs yeah. on that album are perfect. Every time I'm in there, I'm like fucking doing my fucking, <laughs> you know, you can. You know, I'm, I'm doing. You can't hear this, but I'm doing sweet drum tricks right now. <laughs> right, right. But my, washing your hair, you're like your love yeah,
4: is like bad medicine. yeah,
3: man. Now, but my pick though will predate that. And I go back to David Lee Roth. He'll teach you that oh, a front shit. man is 90% attitude and 10% ability.
2: That's <laughs> that. yeah. yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. right.
3: I, I, I mean, they, they, like, I, I, you know, just watch that guy. Like, I, you know, he, he's he's fucking Diamond Dave, man. You know, like, I, I think, like, he is the front man. Like, that's my you know he's like the blueprint for all that you know like, and you know if I could walk around wearing leather pants and fringe and, and carry a sword on stage like this would be my shit what do you think <laughs> about Steel Panther I love those guys that,
5: that,
3: I used to watch them when they were when I lived in LA and they were still metal school and yeah, they only yeah, did yeah. like like covers then and stuff and those guys can play man like you know to, to pull off that kind of level of comedy and to make it look like you don't care, you have to be really good. And like a lot of people, like it's like yeah, it might be a joke, but they
4: can they can fucking, fucking play, man. Yeah, yeah it's... It's... <laughs> we we get to hang out with them a little bit at Rockahoma, and these guys are stellar, dude. Nice but people, they're fucking brilliant, dude. Like yeah. you know, and that's the thing is like body for body. I don't know if this makes any sense, but you know how when Rockahoma ends, everybody has to go to that stage, mm-hmm. right? So the DUB stage or the Zen stage where we played, yeah. when St- Steel Panther played, dude, there was per square inch there were more people at the Steel Panther show than all Oklahoma, dude. Like yeah, they're, they're for captain, for me that captain. weekend was that was the best band there
3: all weekend. I'm not gonna rat anybody out, but I, like in their early days in LA I know Satchel like was a guitar teacher
1: to yeah, a lot yeah, of famous yeah, like was in fight yeah, that's, he, yeah, he, yeah, was, that's he what, was teaching a lot of like, famous was, guitar yeah. players yeah.
3: like you know like I said I'm not going to tell say anything but you know like people would go to him you know like he was that guy
4: he was know? a cool motherfucker we were hanging out and my son was hanging out and we were sitting there and Lexi walked by, and the singer walked by. I was like, "Hey, Satch." He was like,
2: "What's up, guys?"
4: My son was like, oh, "God, you know, we took pictures of him. He was cool <laughs> as shit." He was like, "Hurry up, cause I'm sweating my balls off." And we're like, he told me before one time. I
3: was like, I was asking about one of his George Lynch signature guitars or whatever. And he just stopped and he looked at me. He goes, well, he goes, you're old because all the kids here think that that's a satchel guitar. Oh <laughs> that was his answer. And he was like, and then he just proceeded to tell me about it. I was like, all right, you know, I'll accept <laughs> that. Man, you know, that I knew. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Enough. So it's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, he is. But is. yeah, that, I mean, because there's only a few people that can pull those guitars off. I'm not one of them. Yeah.
4: <laughs> satchel. Yeah. yeah. well we are at Rock, dude, homeboy dressed up like Ozzy and he came out and they sounded I know he did Aussie but they sounded like yeah Aussie good, like, dude, it, it sounded like it, Aussie was there it was it was killer
0: <laughs> well talking about people on the mic let's move to wrestling since I know you were down here <laughs> yes. so, oh yeah who do you think the greatest performer <laughs> on the mic is not wrestler okay Just. Greatest I got my answer already on the mic yeah all time or now, whatever. Ric
3: Flair man. All uh, right, that's that Yeah, he's he's like uh, the best. I was watching. You ever watch Swerved on WWE Network? Yeah. All right, well, the, the episode where they they let his daughter in backstage and they stop him and they're like, yeah. are, "Are you a wrestler, sir?" And like, and he's like, "Yes." And you can tell he's just pissed, right? And then that they, like, "Can they're like, what is it?" And he's like. Rick Flair, and he's like the guy's like, can, can you spell that, please? And like he just goes F A M O U S. <laughs> Did
2: it skip a B? And the guy was, and I was like, that's the greatest answer I've ever heard in my life. But I was just like,
3: he's not even a character; he's walking into the arena, and that was his
4: answer. I'm like, Swagger. <laughs> Rick Flair's the bomb, man. I gotta say, uh, The Rock, he's good, he's still man. my yeah, favorite. He's, so he's still the favorite. Yeah, he's um, good too. He can come in and take everybody's breath away and just talk shit. People's elbow, man. Yeah. (laughs) The worst move in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we, we have
3: an area in where my hometown called Bucktown. So, since we've been kids, we call it the Bucktown Elbow. So when I go home, there's a the Bucktown artist elbow. that's going to write Bucktown around one of my elbows. It's only going to make sense to like 25 people. <laughs> but for those 25 people, I'm going to be elevated to God status when I
4: have that. <laughs> so when you see him, you get to drop the elbow on yeah. him? I'm going to be like, yeah. you got the people's elbow, Rock? Yeah. Bucktown <laughs> Clearly,
3: we stole it from The Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's down. watching The Rock, we're like. And so, you know, this was like the only move we could do, so we're like, oh, you're coming out with a Bucktown elbow, which is a devastating <laughs> move. <laughs> well,
2: that's awesome.
3: See, I'm getting
0: Bucktown elbow.
3: <laughs> Something like
0: that. Good answers. Well, who do you think the worst wrestler is that, like, successful wrestler? <laughs> oh, shit. Roman like, Reigns? The, the worst. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like all I'm not even a wrestler. Roman the Reigns. worst <laughs> successful wrestler? Yeah, like, someone that's successful in the sense of Everybody knows who he is. Not like well, technical wrestling or like having no mic skills. Triple H. Just a combination of both, I guess. (laughs) I'm
3: I'm going to stand by Roman. (laughs) I'm going to stand by Roman Reigns. He's the greatest
0: of all time. Fucking whatever. That dude dude. gets the the most
3: ridiculous push and
2: and, uh, Triple H. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not
3: I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, but uh, you know it's it's like he gets the biggest push and. And now he's like in a movie with the rock. It's like well, he's he, the he next.
4: Was, he's the next move, man. He's but he's not. But he's he doesn't better. have it, know, man. But he, he's, but he's, he's that, gotten better.
3: He has gotten better. <laughs> I will give him that. And and you know what I appreciate about him? I mean, I think he's a a solid role model for the kids. You know, like overcoming yeah. cancer. Like he, I, I'm sure he's a stellar human being. But I'm the guy that liked like fucking the biggest. Assholes. Like, I like yeah. Rick... I'm, I like heels. You know what he's I mean? Like, and I, I like
4: CM Punk. And, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like... I'm, I'm, I am I'm. like a good villain. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big villain fan. But, yeah, He. But he's a good face. Yeah. But, like, I, I just... You know, I was never attracted to that. I, I used to always love The Ultimate Warrior when I was a kid. And now I go back and listen to his promos. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like yeah, I was I'm like, rooting
4: for Dolph Ziggler. I don't, I don't know. know he's, he's like Shawn next... Michaels' light, man. I know, but he could. <laughs> but like, that's exactly how he could do it. Like, all right, all right. he could slide right in and be... The next showstopper, oh. yeah. I don't know. I would love to be a writer for WWE, dude. We yeah, heard so many.
3: We have a buddy. I'm not going to call him out again. That's in the WWE, writer. and he tells us the stories about it's way less organized than you think it is. Like he he showed up for like WrestleMania. He was telling us, and he's like, he didn't even have a script or anything. And they're like, oh yeah, go see your writer. His writer's not there.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> yeah, like That's these are the kind of stories he tells. So I'm like, are you so fucking kidding me? Would like, me? I
1: would be. Like, I need to know. What's yeah. Going no. On. Like
3: he he said, you know, he said, and the, you know, he's not like a. It, you know i mean it might be different if you're a top tier guy you yeah. know but you know he's but yeah he's like that's he's like so that's kind of and, and you know we kind of feel that way at like festivals and stuff because we're not at the top but you know like we're there so we're yeah. stoked to be there but we're not like getting treated like like when it starts we're not like they're not rolling out the red carpet like you do for like disturbed or you know what well, yeah. we don't make them that much money i get it you know and that and to hear him being in like you know a similar position like that tell the stories and i'm just like and then we tell him a story and it blows his mind because he's like are you fucking kidding me I'm like no and then he tells you that and it's just like oh it's all the same shit in every
4: entertainment business you know I would love to be a writer for one of those wrestlers that don't talk good shit like I would like to write for like like Seth Rollins shit is weak like really He's. I, I like him though yeah but he's a great wrestler but his shit talking is weak yeah Like when he had the statue of himself I was like, I want a statue of myself. Like (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like I would make everything about me and when it come out I'm like what are y'all doing? I'm like, you know what I mean? Like
0: like Ric Flair. Right? Yeah. It was about him. Yeah, but like Rick, just think like Batista, you know? Yeah, fuck if Batista. He, if, if he could have fucking <laughs> talked more than <laughs> just like, I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, he was he a tur- Yeah, he had, had no it.
4: shit talking, right? Yeah.
0: Dude, look at it. It was look, like a fourth grader shit. But talking. he was he had
4: the he had the look and everything. <laughs> if yeah. he had somebody, him talking his shit. Yeah. But if Batista you could have been then. the man.
3: Like even like take like UFC or something, like there's fighters that their careers should have been over, like Shell Sonnen and people like that, or, or even you know, look at what, what's his face, the, uh, the the angry Irish kid, the guy that talking um, fucking all these uh fucking yeah, um, McGregor. McGregor, yeah. like these guys are like you know, they're they're, they're a top draw because they're polarizing. Mm-hmm. Like it even far yeah. goes further than their abilities, yeah. and like so, you know, any sport you're like that where you're trying to attract people, it's it, or even I guess in music too, like you know, being. Captivating like that is just a, a a huge part of it, you know. Like that's there's an entertainment factor, you know. Like I mean, yep. About, about three four
4: months ago, we I did an acoustic show with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. WWE SmackDown was here. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Bailey come in, Mickie James, uh, what's his name? The dude that was is with uh, Shane McMahon all the time. Oh. um Drew Mc, McIntyre, mm-hmm. that motherfucker is like, yeah, those guys are big, dude, man. that motherfucker is like this big, dude. And then Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy were yeah, here. It that's was cool, awesome. we did it right here. Delete. <laughs> he did, yeah, he <laughs> yeah, right. I just want to run around and go delete,
1: delete, delete.
4: <laughs> Baby.
3: <laughs> I right. he
1: didn't do that during the show. Alright, Bo and Luke Duke in a tag team match with you two. Who takes it? Who wins? Uh, we win. Yo, we're going to crush Hands them, Hands down. Yeah. I, mean, them. I love
3: the Duke. I'm not going to go up against the Duke yeah. boys, but with the, there's no way. Okay. Yeah. Even in their heyday, man. Even
1: we're not
2: going to What, gonna what
3: about
1: Coy and Vance? We're not going to fight. Dude, Vance you'll definitely aren't even allowed his. in the you'll, same you'll arena you'll as us. will definitely crush them. I mean,
3: I appreciate them keeping the show going while Bo and Luke Duke were out riding NASCAR, but... <laughs> At the same time, it just wasn't the same. They were
1: negotiating contracts. Yeah, we, 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 we have
3: moves. He and I have moves that you got, that nobody's even seen before. We were talking about the Bucktown Elbow. We have other ones we're not even telling you about. So, like, the dude <laughs> boys wouldn't even fucking know what hit him because we already have this worked out. We don't even have to
4: talk about it. We just go like this. Yeah, and I don't he, know, he knows is. what I'm thinking. And those guys are pieces of shit. They don't even deserve to get in the ring with us. So they're not even worthy yeah. to get in the fucking yeah. ring. So we're gonna kick their asses before they get in the ring. Yeah, that's that, yeah. That, I mean, that, yeah, they it's can be probably those ones where the bell never even rings. They can out-drive us. I mean, like yeah. Bo and
3: Luke and maybe they can outrace us. I'm yeah. not gonna try to beat them at NASCAR, but they they yeah. they can't hang
1: with us in pro wrestling. Yeah. Sweet shit, and
4: music's all they got yeah, coming yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's not gonna happen. Love it. Love it. So I know you. You're
0: a fisherman, I assume. You <clears throat> are. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You had a question because this guy. No, I've, I didn't. I've never been noodling. This guy's been noodling. Oh yeah. Have shit. both of you done that? I, expect, I haven't. Like?
4: No, I have noodled before. I was really scared, but that was me. I never committed. Like I kind of just crawled on the river floor with everyone yep. and behind them, that, and the other guys it. were.
3: We got a lot of snapping turtles by me, and and I, and I play guitar a lot now, yeah. so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah never, it, it, it trips me
3: out a bit, man. You know, like I, I mean, those guys
1: that do it, respect and stuff. But like, I, I don't, I don't like to stick my hands in shit. I can't see. That's. Yeah. I was an observer. I was just like you. I was like, I got a chance to go, and I'm like, I want to see how this works. And I just kind of went behind everybody. You know,
2: it's fucking I, crazy. I, I
1: did. I I put in there one time, and I felt them kind of shake, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I want my fingers. Yeah,
3: I, I mean, you know, they don't have teeth, but they can still. They've got some serious pressure. Man. It's a cool
4: sport. Guys do it yeah. all the time, but man, it's it's is the reward worth the risk kind of deal? Like, I, I'm not sticking my hand in. And... That, that's more for like the you know, fishing's a very
3: regional thing. Like where I am, like that's not a thing. You know, like it's you know, we don't have the the big size. The, our big cats are like down by the lock and stuff in the river, and the small areas like you know where I'm fishing. You know, like. I'm more going after smallmouth and like musky and like these creeks and stuff and uh and you know that there's not many, I don't know anyone like I, I know lifelong fishermen no one by me noodles you know like it's just kind of one of those yeah. it's know? an Oklahoma thing yeah man. no like, it, it is so a, it's like maybe a, if I grew up in yeah, a different yeah. area you know it's like, a South like, Oklahoma thing yeah. North
4: Texas kind of thing yes. you know what yeah I mean? that's it's definitely fishing's regional like that I know? went it's to like, a I went to that uh, noodle fest in South what's that uh, South Paul's last year and. This kid, like fifteen years old, dude, he had a sixty pound fucking flathead on his yeah, that, head, that, on shoulder. He won the contest. He was just a kid. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that, holy that's, crap! That's I'm I'm like, how did you get out <laughs> of How did you get that out of the water?" Yeah, I'm I, like, "The fish was as big as the kid was." So, wow, yeah. dude,
1: the, the, it was cool. The motherfucker I went had scuba gear. He wasn't yeah. fucking around. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: there's, there's always that a guy in any sport <laughs> that just goes way. the extra yeah. distance yeah. like that.
1: And he yeah. he brought out a giant. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, I mean, there's always
3: that guy, you know, that just takes uh, it that extra. Yep. Yeah. No, <laughs> I. Uh, there's been a you know, like I, you know, I go, I go creek, creek fishing like a, right on the the creek I fishing's is the is basically the Mason Dixon line. It's it's the border of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. You know, so you know sometimes you're in West Virginia, sometimes you're in PA. You know, and that's yeah. kind of uh, you know super cool. Yeah, super cool.
0: Well, finish this on a serious note for both of you, music wise. What's it feel like to finally get this album out? And it's been about three years since you've had an album out. So what's yeah. the status on that?
4: We've been working this album for about four years. And <clears throat> my my, con- my biggest concern is is not about the album. The album will do what it does. The music is good. The guys on the... And we're all good. My biggest fear is, is that when the album went to the table to press, like, I don't know if we're going to press this, but there was different mixes to yeah. so songs like, over the time. So
1: the C D gave me I'm gonna put it in, it's gonna be fucking Garth Brooks or something. So
4: there's there's <laughs> there's great compression on some songs and then there's old compression yeah. on the songs. So I just hope that the story tells the story. Like right. <clears throat> I hope it don't sense. take you away and you mm-hmm. but that was part of this album was telling the story. And and that's that's my biggest concern about that. But other than that, dude, I'm proud of it. We, I wrote all these Me and the guys We wrote all these songs I lyrically get to write For for the band And We're good These guys are here Yeah It's gonna be fun We're gonna kick some ass In a little bit But yeah. um, I hope everybody comes out And buys an album
0: Yeah <laughs> Definitely
4: Buy their album <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's What's coming for
3: you guys We tracked 15 songs In Nashville oh, A couple nice. months ago Um, So we have a new album and an EP, you know, we're probably going to stagger how we release it Mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, but from the same session, I got to, uh, I have about half the vocals done, you know, I have to finish it, I've been, you know, tour came up and uh, and I locked myself in the basement and didn't uh, talk to anybody for a couple of weeks because I get weird sometimes, so (laughs) nothing got done during that period except uh, you know I spit in a cup and filmed Appalachian Apostle and then I get crazier and then Rich gets concerned when I isolate myself because I start to lose a little touch with reality and then you have to like kind of come down and be like Joe we got to get you back together again so I'm back on the vocal train again <laughs> So we should <laughs> I know what needs to happen you know and, and basically then when it's all when it's all tracked I track the vocals in my studio we tracked the the album we did it live we did all four of us playing instruments live very few overdubs in Nashville, and um, and then uh, we re recorded some things too from the early days, so that's going to be interesting. We'll probably put that on the EP. Like, we re recorded Friends and Hillbilly Harmony and nice, stuff that I didn't nice. like the way the early production was on it. So, I was like, what if we did it like we are now, the way we do it live? So, we re- went back and revisited that. It did uh, and plus half the band's different, too. yeah, 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 it's it's just different, you know. So, we we kind of did it the way we did now, and um. You know, we did. Uh, I did. You know, we did some stuff. Like uh, one of one of my friend Pete Berwick wrote a great song called "See You in Hell" and I'll bring the beer. And it's kind of a slower song. That's crazy. And he's he's a tremendous songwriter. And I heard him play acoustic once. I was like, dude, it was like a couple years ago. I was like, Pete, I want that song. He's like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> so so basically, I was like, one day when I get this right, we're gonna record it. And we recorded it, and it's it, as far as I'm concerned, sure, it's one of the coolest things I think that we've done because it's. It's outside of our wheelhouse, you know. It's not the way I would typically approach lyrics or anything. And uh, so, yeah, well, you know, after that, unfortunately, then it's uh, we'll probably take it out. I'll mix it with our guy out there, and, and uh, I've out to LA and mix it, and then we'll talk to the dreaded business people in the industry, and yeah. I'll probably have a fight with them again, and um, <clears throat> and then we'll release it. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> typically, how that goes, they'll be like, "Yeah, but can we get more of a?" Redneck Nickelback thing going on. I'll be like, no, <laughs> no right? I think that's a, I'll be like, I think that's a fucking horrible idea. I mean, <laughs> co- the, the conversations I've had with uh, those guys, so they'd be like, as bad as you think it is, it, it's like that. You know, and it's yeah. like it's just business people that they're just very focused on. If this sells, that's what they want you to do. You know, it's like, well, five hundred s punch is uh is very popular right now. They're like, so, you know, why don't you do something like that, but then put your own twist on it. was like, well, no, they do that. They're doing that. Like, why don't we do something... We do us, and they do them. Like, that's what makes music cool. Not, you know, trying to be a, a weak copy of a copy. If y'all saw that Duplicity exactly. shit. And, uh... I'm going to interview brother. I'll talk to you in one minute, okay? Good to see you, though. Yeah, get out of here. And, um... <laughs> Goddamn. What is he? And, um... Yeah. And, um... Yeah. And we'll, uh yeah we'll get it we'll get it going and um yeah it'll it'll, it'll be fun you know and, and you know, i'm gonna release the album i release and and you know that's that's however we release it <laughs> will be the way we want it to right
1: <laughs> hell yeah cassette
3: yeah. only <laughs> dude i don't even have a
1: cassette
2: player i have I've, I've, I've an eight track and a vinyl dude i you know, i, I bought only. one on <laughs> amazon
1: and i listen to cassettes frequently. murder jesus Cool man. That be sweet
0: though, man. Yeah, thanks yeah.
1: for. I appreciate you guys
0: doing this. Well, thank, yeah. you, Nick. thank you. We, we love, love you guys, man. I want to support anyway possible. Thank you guys. There you go, Dell Diver from Grind, and Adam Jode, the Appalachian Apostle from Scattered Hamlin. And I should have said Dell Diver Godzilla, as CJ would call him. <laughs> but yes, very cool to make that happen. This is actually, we were just talking the fifth time that. Adam joe has been on this podcast, and the, I believe the fifth time someone from Grind has been on this podcast. That's right. Because <laughs> we had, this is Dell's third time,
1: CJ's been on here like four times, but so here we go. And it took us 230 episodes to finally talk about noodling. That's right. <laughs> and to finally get you to talk about Bon Jovi. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I said... Blaze of Glory, amazing Amazing. soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Blaze of Glory, fucking... uh, Young Guns
0: 2. Young Guns 2, that's the name of the soundtrack. Whatever. And then New Jersey, and fucking Slipping Away. And Keep the Faith, I'll fucking say it. All right, sorry for the tangent, but yes, very glad to make that happen. Very cool. So, you know, it'd be cool to do more stuff like that in the future. So if you have any ideas of, like, people we should... Put together and just like throw
1: topics out. Let us know. Yeah.
0: Deepthunderunderground at gmail.com.
1: Email us. Email us anything. Yeah. Just email us <clears throat> pictures that you have of us out and about. Like for are stopping us or something. I don't yeah, know. Well, they're stopping me oh, okay. you now. But you know what? You know what we thought about doing in an episode or two was like our top five concerts ever. Yeah. Since we've been, you know, since we were mere pups.
0: Yeah, like this was... Okay, so were you going somewhere with this or should I... I'm
1: no, all, all, the only other thing <laughs> else I was going to say, so if you have your top you five go. shows ever, email us. Let us know. We'll talk about it. There you go. But yes, go ahead, sir. Well,
0: no, I was going to say the same. That's what's what I was going to say. Yeah, email it. Post on Facebook. Fuck it, I'll make a Facebook post. That'll garner more. Yes, you definitely constantly. should. <laughs> definitely should. But so, yeah, people will be thinking about your top five concerts.
1: Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll post about it, comment We'll have an episode where we talk about ours, and we will read your comments. Uh, maybe we've all been at the same shows. That, that's definitely happened.
0: Nineteen ninety-five, Kane's Ballroom, Greta,
1: not Greta Van Fleet, Greta, yeah, just Greta. Yeah. And and there's a big long story that we don't have time for right now. Going into that one,
0: Jimmy's Chicken Shack
1: at Edgefest. I mean, come three. on! I mean, you never know. Uh, what was it? Um
0: Matchbox 20 at the Chesapeake Arena, 2008.
1: <sighs> Fuck you, dude. I Fuck was me. there. It's not my top five, but... Look, good. how about... how about the this? Alonis Morissette this? something great. Well, Alonis That's different. She's fucking hot. I would... I would go see her no matter what.
0: Dude, Taylor Swift's hot. I'm not going to see her.
1: It, well, see, that's the thing. It's Alonis set. She's hot, but she also has good music. Yeah, right. Taylor Swift, not so much. Okay, that's just what I was saying. You can't just say she's hot and say. That's yeah, not. true. I sound like a pig. Sorry. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. How about um, Dallas Trees, uh, Anthrax? Where Diamond Vinny got up on stage and did Cold Gin with Anthrax.
0: Well, that's a definite contender. We were there. The other ones were, were... you there? Maybe someone listened to Someone might have been there.
1: <clears throat> David Campbell might have been there he's at half these
0: shows he's at every. he's at 90% of the shows we were at so
1: yeah. I, I was at Dropkick Murphy's in Boston when Bruce Springsteen got on stage I wasn't played, so fuck you <laughs> played three songs with him <laughs> uh, shipping up to Boston Badlands and fuck me I can't remember the other one but hey that sounds go. like a Dropkick Murphy's title <laughs> doesn't it fuck me I can't remember one <laughs> Exactly. Metallica, so,
0: 1993. Jerry Cantrell got on stage and played for Whom the Bell Tolls. Guess yeah. what? You weren't there. Oh, and yeah, that's your you. favorite band.
1: Fuck you. I was there. I was, yeah. Anyways, Suicidal
0: he, Tendencies at the Canes. I was there by myself. Fuck <sighs>
1: the fuck. You came to my house after the show, too. Yeah. I
0: remember that. I came to tell you, yeah. and I went to Thrasher's house, too, to tell you how fucking great I it was. Know. Why I know. Because I didn't have a cell
1: phone in 1990, what was that, six? Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> but you get the idea, people. Rob Sergio so, What? So let us know. Okay. <laughs> was that a tangent? It, you know it was, and that's what we do best.
0: <laughs> so yes, get on all your social medias and follow Grind. Follow Scattered Hamlet. And while you're at it, follow the bands we talked about earlier, Driver, Crashing and Cranes, and Stellar Ascent. All great bands. You'll hear more about all of them in future episodes, of course. But speaking of episodes going backwards, like I said, we've got Scattered Hamlet and Adam Jode on here four other times. Dale Diver's been on here a couple other times. We've had on, like we mentioned earlier, Crash of Cranes. We've had on Driver many times. We've had on Vivian Campbell of Last in Line. We've had on the guys from Junkyard. We've had on the guys from Kiss. By the guys, I mean Gene Simmons and Bruce Kulick. That's all right. We found on Dave Elfson of Megadeth, Chris Broderick, formerly of Megadeth. Just rattling off some names. We found on guys from here, your point.
1: I mean, what do you want to say? You saw Seven Dust the other day.
0: Holy shit, we were going to talk about that. And we
1: had John Connolly on the show before.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to talk about that and it just slipped my mind. Well,
1: there you go. Should we talk about it now or talk about it next episode? Uh, let's go next episode. Yes, yeah, so so I, I think I it think it, a it deserves a little bit more than a couple
0: Yeah, this was a pretty special one. Yeah, so think. so we'll, next episode we'll go into it. Yeah, as many times as I've seen that band, it's never not special when it's seven yes. us. but there's just something about the energy in that place that was yeah, just try, fucking off the, charge.
1: Of, off the charts. Georgia's Majestic. If you've never been it's a great venue. Oh my god, we saw Prong and Clutch there. It was amazing. Yeah, we saw fucking Phil there. Oh Jesus. Anyways, yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Speaking of Phil, we've had on members of Down like Jimmy Bauer and Kirk Winstein. We've had on members of Superjoint like Jimmy Bauer and Steven Taylor.
1: And we actually did have Phil for like 30 seconds. Or 17 something. seconds. Yeah. He so. was on the Jimmy Bauer episode.
0: <laughs> Steven Taylor's also in
1: The Illegals. We've had on else? Well, Kirk Winstein's in Crowbar, of course. You said, let, let me ask you something. Well, what's the feeling when you're in a room and Phil and Selma walks in with the pressure. temperature changes. Doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, it was a, like a
0: nice 74 in there. And when he walked in, it was like 96. Yep, exactly. In the best fucking way. Oh, too. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, he talked about coffee. He talked about a guy that look looked like Pepper Keenan. And I'm like, all right, we're done. We That's com- all we need. We completed what we set out to do <laughs> with this podcast. <laughs>
1: have you seen Phil and Selma make a cup of coffee? Well, I have. <laughs> That's going to be on your tombstone. That's your final words on your tombstone. Exactly. I, I like it. I like right. it. My parents would be proud wherever they are. Right.
0: <laughs> but no, Seven Dust, like you said, Shine Down, Warrant, Europe, Drowning Pool, Saving Able, Sons of Texas, Junkyard, Battlecross. A huge ass long list. 230 episodes now. You can check them all out. iTunes. Google Music, Stitcher, TuneIn to Mixcloud. Every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central on 1027 WSNR. And of course, SoundCloud.com backslash Thunderdash Underground. Get on theThunderUnderground.com. You can find all the socials on there. Click on every one of them. Like them all. Share them all. Tell all your friends about us. Do whatever you can. It, we, it helps us big time. We appreciate it. And like I said, look at theThunderUnderground. Later this week for Jason's review of Grind's Leaders of the Free World.
1: And are we done? I think so. I think that wraps it up for this one.
0: All right. Until next time.
1: Hey, at least it's at least you're not his head right now. Look at that. Yeah, just oh, like, yeah just no, right. A, do you need a rag or something, yeah.
4: dude. Where's the eggs at? Thunder
1: Underground, y'all.